This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go. Thursday. That means football tonight. That means more of me and Al. What's up, man? Jerry, it is uh, September. It is uh, pumpkin spice season for... Or like the coffee shops and all that. Do you will you partake in any type of pumpkin no, spice? I don't situation? like pumpkin. I do not you like don't? that flavor. No. What about a pump like a real pumpkin pie? I don't like pumpkin. Really? Nope. What about the smell of pumpkin? I don't like pumpkin. So you're out. Yeah, I'm out. I like the smell of cinnamon. Yeah, that's nice. But I do not like pumpkin. Okay. So no. Yeah, the, I know. Like uh, the, all these, it started out where it would be like, well, first pumpkin pie existed. We all love pumpkin pie, but. Normally starts around Thanksgiving pumpkin pie, right? Then uh, they started making uh, pumpkin flavored coffees. Yeah, and uh, now now that starts legitimately in August. Yeah, I know the end of August. People start with the pumpkin, but now like if you go anywhere, like you go to the supermarket and look around, there's pumpkin spice granola bars, mm-hmm. pumpkin spice muffins. Go to the bakery, pumpkin spice donuts. Yeah. Man, people love pumpkin spice. Not you. I think I don't. I I think it's twofold. I think one, they do like it. Okay, that's true. I also think it starts to get them into the holidays the, that that season. So, yeah, uh, pumpkin spice isn't the holiday season, but you're moving into fall. I do know when they, especially after Thanksgiving, I know my wife will start getting those Christmas drinks at Dunkin' Donuts. Oh yeah, because she just, I don't know. It, it it's kind of part of the feel part of, of the, the season. season. Yes, right. Because even the uh, the holiday cups come out. Yeah, which I like. At that time. I Dunkin' do like. Donuts has their holiday cups, Starbucks holiday cup, Once holiday a week, flavors. I treat myself to a Dunkin' Donuts deliciously fattening sweet drink. Once a week. Once a week, once every two weeks. Like a weekend type situation? Yeah, like I, I had nothing this weekend because we were with baseball up and down the turnpike. But like this weekend coming up where we don't have baseball actually, and I'm going to the Rutgers football game by the way. After I do a show from Rutgers, which will be fun, I have I have nothing to do Sunday, and I have nothing to do Friday after golf. So this could be a on the way home from golf stop in Dunkin' Donuts for a delicious culotta, a culotta, which is like getting a chocolate milkshake. Is that right? Yes. It's those a, are. is that a frozen? Yeah, um, frozen goodness. They call it a, a fr- flo- frozen black chocolate. Is that a culotta or is I, I frozen black chocolate I, I or something get, else? I get the, the original culotta. Oh, okay. And it's usually, maybe if it's chocolate, but it's phenomenal. Hmm. But that'll be it for the weekend, then I'll just have regular coffee all weekend. But I will treat myself, and I will do that during the holiday season, too. I have a, a tip if you're a pumpkin spice coffee drinker. Yeah, I'm not. And a lot of the pumpkin spices are, you know, at the coffee places are artificial flavors of, you know, it's just pumpkin flavoring, syrups, that sort of thing. Which is not great for you. Uh, if you're making your coffee at home, may I suggest you could buy pumpkin spice in like the s- spice section of your supermarket. If you sprinkle that in or the cinnamon like you were mentioning into uh, your coffee grounds, then they get brewed up. Very nice. Yeah. I actually put, um, not every day, but I actually put cinnamon in my black coffee a lot. Right into that. The cinnamon uh, spice. Yep. Right into the. Right into the coffee. Be- after the brew. After. Post brew. Yes. Correct. Does it disintegrate I just use or is it? I don't make coffee home. 
So, um, you know, you stir it in. Yeah. Some of it gets caught on the cup, but you get the smell. And right. You, do get a, you definitely get the flavor, too. Nice. So I do do that sometimes. Yeah. I do the cinnamon sometimes. I do the pumpkin spice sometimes. And sometimes I do nothing, Jerry. Yeah, I hear you. Sometimes I get I will... very bored with plain coffee. Yeah. Like I had a cup of black coffee today. I don't know that I can do it again tomorrow. Right. But I could Saturday. Like I, it's just I can't do black coffee every day. It bores me. What about black coffee in bed like Squeeze sang about? Did you remember that song? Yes, of Black course. Coffee I, in Bed. Of course I remember that song. I'm just trying to wonder why you would have black coffee in bed. Well, when I was a kid and black coffee in bed was on MTV, mm-hmm. the rumor back then was that the guy, black coffee in bed, was his black girlfriend. That's oh. what the, that was the story going around. And it was like, ooh, this is like the beginning of song lyrics not meaning what you think they might mean. Interesting. I'm not sure that was ever confirmed by anybody, Jerry. Right. This was what my seventh grade class was thinking. We were at lunch. We were, that's what we thought black coffee in bed was about. Okay. Could be, could be not. Could well, be actual black coffee in bed, well, like enjoying a black, black coffee. coffee in bed. So, And I don't really love black coffee. So. I don't drink black coffee in bed either because you get it on your sheets and then. You have black coffee on your sheets. Yeah. And then you got to change your sheets. Now right? it's black coffee in your bed. Right. And maybe maybe three weeks hasn't passed by and you don't need to wash your sheets. All right. Just kidding. Gross. Or am I, Jerry? I wanted to talk to you about a philosophy, Jerry, and and, and you'd have to hear me out on this. Okay. And you tell me, is this a possibility? Oh, boy. I don't like the preface to this. I remember this came up in my philosophy class at Kane College many years ago. Okay. But then I've also kind of in listening and reading philosophy over the years, small passages, I don't read books, Uh, small passage type things. And this idea that you, like the world revolves around me, right? Your world does, yes. Yeah, and your world revolves around you. But Mm -hmm. what if we're the only person in the world? For example, does my dog exist at home right now when I'm not there to see the dog. Don't you have her on camera right now? I do. But is she only existing on the camera when I click on it because I'm that's part of my world? Yeah, I don't think that's the case. How come people get bit by dogs then when no one's home? The mailman gets bit by the dog when he's you know. But is that just part of my world? Is does the no, because it becomes that person's world, too. Yeah, but does the mailman, mailman even have a home that he goes to, or does the mailman just exist in my world as the mailman? So I don't exist right now? You do. You exist in my world. But when I leave here at 11 o'clock, right. you know... you 10.34. When I leave here at 10.34, <laughs> maybe you only exist as I know you. Yeah, no, I mean, I feel like I drive home. You're right, but still, how do I know that? Because if well, I were, out of sight, out of mind. Because if I were to follow you at home, you would still be in Why my are you world. Thinking about this, because uh, it reminded me, like in my in this class in particular, the professor brought up when you see an airplane in the sky, mm-hmm. and I do think of this still all these years later mm-hmm. of Kane College. You know, when we drive home, we go by Newark Airport. We see a bunch of planes. Yep. Are there people in those planes? I don't know. Are they? having real lives going and landing somewhere. Well, I always tell you, I think about that. Like I'd love to jump into someone's life right in the middle of it to see what it is. Jump on a plane with somebody. Well, we say that all the time. Like we're, we're in Newark airport and you'll pass by uh, this flight's going to Pittsburgh and it's mm-hmm. packed, packed, packed on a, on a Tuesday. The amount of people that travel is insane. Like going to, when I went to Indianapolis in June. Yeah. Why on a Thursday were all these people going to Indianapolis? Didn't make sense. Well, I agree, and it's and then sometimes you end up on these flights, like when I went to Milwaukee, that was packed coming home, but half empty going there. I, there's no rhyme or reason other than there are just millions of people in the world. Yeah, um, I do believe we all exist. I don't think that Boomer has now walked out and does not exist. That's what I'm wondering. Yeah, no, I I, I think I think sometimes we think too much. Like, like I worry about my dog being home alone, but maybe I shouldn't. Maybe she doesn't fine. even exist right now. She exists. And she only exists once I get home. Yeah, no, she's there. 
And if someone knocks on the door trying to deliver something for you, it might even be the wrong apartment. Maybe she's looking for a different condo. Right. She's going to start barking. She's there. Everybody's there until they're not, until they pass away. And then, and then they're gone. That's a total mystery. Yeah, it is. Well, I mean, it is and it's not. I mean, where do they go? In the casket. Where does the casket go? In the ground. But why do our brains not have the capacity to go, like, what was Jerry Recco before you were born? Like, where were you? I, there, there was no you. But why can't our brain, like, our brain doesn't go back to the day you were born, right? It wasn't fully developed. Right. So It's part of the development as a child. But all these years, like, do you believe, what year were you born, man? 74. 74. Do you believe in 1973 of things were going on in the world? Yes. That there was a 1973? Of course. How do you know that, though? How do we know anything? That's what I mean. But I have to go on the the, the basis that my parents had me. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was an older woman in my family known as my grandmother. Right. Who wasn't born in 1974. There is film. There are documented books and newspaper clippings and yeah no i i believe in the thing i the thing i certainly grasp that i struggle with not grasp that i have trouble grasping is a lot of stuff that i've been reading lately that this hubble telescope or whatever is realizing that there are other planets out there that have oceans and oxygen is that right and they believe real life form that are millions of light years away but the the smarter we get or the better technology gets, we're really starting to get to the point where we believe that there could be real life form, not just aliens, but there could be another Earth out there or another 10 Earths out there that are just like this one. That to me is crazy. Like the the world is like the, the universe is endless. That to me is nuts. I've also heard I was watching some sort of documentary or show about space travel and things and they were saying like uh you know is it possible for us here on earth to travel to one of these far distance Mm -hmm. and then when you return the astronaut might be only a couple months older but when they return to earth the earth has aged 300 years yeah that'd be pretty wild you ever watch the flash no i'm telling i know it sounds on the c-dub i know it sounds funny but when you think about things of this nature, yeah, it's a great show in terms of other dimensions and possibilities. The fast guy, the fast yes. superhero? Yeah, and a lot of that, in the beginning of it, you really don't understand what's happening. But as the show, and I only watched two seasons, and I think it's all like season nine, it got really nuts. But it gets to a point of different dimensions and alternate versions of yourself and that cross one another. It's, it's wild. But when you're having deep, conversation like this very good show to watch really makes you wonder what is out there and then i always think too whether this is the alien conversation or other dimensions and other planets and earths and all that stuff how primitive it was now you're talking about 1973 existed yes I, i believe that we have we dig up bones all over the place stuff happened like how primitive it was just a hundred years ago, 200 years ago, my God. And then you start going back to, I mean, you're talking about bathing in a lake. like, And the idea of other dimensions, I don't, unless you were super smart and developed, I don't think most people, it was about, do we have enough potatoes to feed our children tonight? Right. And hopefully someone doesn't come rape and pillage everyone in the house. I mean, we're talking horrible times to where we are now. And then I sit there and say, what's it going to be like in 50 years? Yeah. Like, Wow. Well, just in the time that we were doing this show. Uh, yeah. Or from the nineties, right? Yeah. So the technology and in, in, in just the whatever, 30 years. Neil deGrasse Tyson says every 30 years, if you go back 30 years, 30 years, 30 years, the differences are unbelievable. That's yeah. the numbers. 30 years. Go from 2020 to 1990 to 1960 to 1930 and the world is completely changed every time. Oh, it's weird you talk about primitive stuff. Like, I watched this 90 Day Fiance. Sadly. And, yeah. And they, they're, someone's in another country. Yeah. And when they go to visit that country, 
Like there's a girl on one of the seasons I'm watching now. She lives in the Philippines and her house is just this shack. Mm-hmm. They bathe uh, with a bucket of water, yeah. but they all have iPhones. Yeah. Crazy, isn't it? Because you really do almost, you almost need the iPhone more than your, you know, as long as you have a way to bathe, it's not high tech or it seems like the having the connection of the iPhone. Yeah, the connection to the world. Is better than having really great shelter. Yeah. Well, it's funny. So Rutgers went to Africa, the Rutgers basketball team. And I just talked to a couple of the guys on uh, Tuesday, I guess it was. And I said, oh, that was the trip. And the one guy, Mike, he goes, he goes, it was beyond eye-opening. He goes, how happy they, the people over there are, and they've got nothing. He goes, and we're such a, we're so spoiled, and we've got everything. Yeah. He's like, we were playing and doing basketball clinics with, with literally with people that were, some had no shoes, others would make shoes out of whatever they could find, some had shoes, and yet everyone was smiling because the sun was shining and they were getting along. He goes, it was, we're so petty here. I'm like, yes, we are. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. It's it's what you have and what you appreciate and what you don't have that you don't know you don't have. Correct. You know? Right. When you If you don't have it, you don't know what you're missing. Correct. Very true. Hmm. I was with this, too. So they're doing a lot of work in this building. As yes, we, construction. here this morning. Yeah. Like, they've got all the pieces out for the repairs they're making, and they had a lot of copper fittings. I'm like, who decided that copper fittings was the way to go? Like... How much trial and error on different things? Like, who realized steel beams would be better for a bridge rather than wood? We built houses out of wood, but the, you know what I'm saying? Like, and we built early, early bridges out of yes. wood. Yes. I love to, like, there must have been some colossal accidents and just <laughs> tragic accidents. Check out our new wood skyscraper. Oh, my gosh. You're not kidding. Yeah. Crazy, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, the old construction really gets me too. Especially like uh, I follow this one Instagram page. It's a uh, uh, classic New Jersey or something like mm-hmm. a vintage New Jersey. Yeah, and they they go to places and where they have really old photos and they show the photo now and then the photo like in the nineteen twenties. Sure. And so many of these places have the exact same structure. They're just you know they were painted. They were, and I think wow, when these people built this building this bank in 1919 did they think it'd be like a restaurant today yeah or still standing yeah i know i know that's why it's so cool when you go to old towns and you see stuff that is like when we went to texas there was i there i forget what what it was called but it was near it was actually near galveston off the island it was like this old cowboy town that had been around since the 1700s. And a lot of the places were original. Now, maybe redone inside, but the the facade and the facings, oh, it looked great. And we just never got to it. And, like, I wanted to go just to take pictures. Yeah. Because supposedly the structures were original. That's cool. And they kept the dirt road as such. Yeah. In the middle of town. That's, that's neat to see. I think of that when I'm in Gina's house. Like, this house, her house was built in 1922. Yeah. It's the same structure yeah so when the first person lived there 101 years later uh, uh, she'd be there with you yeah now i'm walking around that place and in 100 years there'll be someone else there right and you go down in the basement it's one of those basements where like the foundation is just like big boulders and concrete mixed together like wow like someone was yeah they figured that out 100 years ago yeah like there was no washer and dryer in this house when it was built they ran to the ocean yeah or wash their clothing, where they, which they still do in parts of the world, right? Yeah. Where they wash their clothing down at the stream. I would think in very poor countries. Yeah, in poor countries. I would think so. And you, you still use the clothesline in a lot of places. Yeah. We did that as a kid. You guys do that as Always. kids? Yeah, it's so funny. Now the idea of that, I think my wife would be like, are you nuts? Like, yeah, the clothesline. That, we, that was part of my childhood. Yes. And the, what was the thinking there? That the instead of running the dryer, yeah. we just... You just air dried it. Air dried it. Yeah. Pretty funny. Yeah. And now I don't where I live, I don't see it anywhere. No. I'm not you I know I know it, it still exists. I've seen it when I've been on the road with Rutgers and certain towns. Yeah. I do see it. But not where I, I and it's not like I live in a rich area. I don't. 
but you don't see that anywhere. I remember, I don't know, see if you did this when you had the, the clothesline, and I could see why this would annoy my mother. Now as an adult, I could say, we'd be like playing football and running right into the, right with there. our heads, our oh, sweaty yeah. heads, right into the clean t-shirts that Absolutely. were hanging up. Oh, sure. I don't remember <laughs> that, but I'm pretty sure we probably did it. Now, I know my mother would never hang anybody's underwear out there. Yeah, no, 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 no. But some people would. No, not us. Yeah. We, my mom was shirts. It was right. a lot. It was always shirts. Shirts. I remember seeing sheets and towels out there. Okay, but not underpants. Yeah, that's be a little much. Yeah, uh, you had the clothespins. Bob's still wearing those whiteies, huh? <laughs> and then you also be like, "Is it going to rain?" Because I've got clothes You're on right. the on yeah. the what do you call it? clothes on line. the clothesline. And then I remember like my uh, my aunts and uncles who lived in Forked River yeah. down the Jersey Shore. They used to have a clothesline that looked like a triangle. It almost looked like an umbrella without the uh, without the material on okay. top, and but there were all lines in there, and you would hang stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, and like an umbrella shape. That one I don't think I ever saw. Yeah, you see it sometimes even in in uh, cities like Jersey City mm-hmm. on a a building with maybe twelve, thirteen floors, and there's a clothesline out there. Yeah. Save space too if you don't have a dryer. I wonder where that stopped. I don't know. Like, what year did my mother go? No clothesline this year. Maybe when they bought a better dryer. Right. Maybe had, they... you dev, we had a dryer. Yes. We just didn't run it often. In yeah. the winter, we did. Yeah, yeah. Because you can't put clothes out there to freeze. Maybe that. Maybe the dryer used to heat up the homes. and uh, That's possible. And you were running the air conditioner right. longer. Right. I know my dad was nuts. And remember, home prices may not have been horrible, but interest rates were like 12%, 13% yes. back then. So the last thing you wanted was to drive up the electric bill, too. Correct. Possible. Hmm. Yeah, we used to have the clothes dryer. Of course, we had the telephones, Jerry, the wired phones. Oh, yeah. That you would dial up that way. And then if you were cool, like when I had got a phone in my bedroom, I had a long phone cord on it. Okay. The thing that plugged into the wall. Yeah, I felt like, look at me. Look at you. Did you used to have to, uh, when I was living in Florida, when I first got to Florida, I used to switch all the time my long distance carrier to get cheaper rates to call New Jersey. See, I never lived anywhere like that, so. But even like in New Jersey, if you were living in Hazlitt and like we were living in Colonia and my grandparents lived in Jersey City, Mm -hmm. it used to cost money to call them. A little different than now. So weird. Now Now they're begging you to have a phone in your house. Yeah, I could call Israel right now. For nothing. For nothing. Yeah, no extra charge. I know. You get these phones now that they're, there's no wire attached to them, and our voice somehow carries over thousands of miles. I, but what do, we, what do you do in this situation? So, like, I just painted one of the walls in my uh, in my place, and mm-hmm. it has a place on the wall for, for, a, yeah. for a phone. I, so we like, have what do I do with our, that? We have that in our bedroom. I put a photo over it. Oh, okay. So you just hung something over yep. it. I feel like I want to rip the whole thing out and fill it. and You could. You could cap, though, because you're going to have wires in there. You yeah. Could, you could rip it out and cap the wires. You could do that. Yeah. I just, to me, put a photo over it. I'm that good. is a good idea. Yes. I was also thinking, wouldn't it be cool if I got an old wall phone and just hung it up there? Like, not connect it. No, but you could You could get one. They actually sell, like, um, nostalgic phones from, like, the 1930s. Yeah. That would just look like a really cool piece. Yes, that's what I want. That I want a really fun. cool piece. That would be very cool. I want a rotary phone that I'm just going to hook on the wall there. I'm not going to oh, hook see, it up. I don't want that. I want the one where you pick up the the cone-shaped thing. Oh, yeah. And then <laughs> the other part for your ear, it's like yeah. the two-piece. Yeah, the two-piece. Like in the yeah. honeymoon. Well, no, I guess the honeymooners didn't have. No, they had a phone in the honeymooners. Yeah, they did. Something like that. Or I love Lucy. I want one of those phones. Oh, the other thing my parents talk about when they were when my dad was uh, stationed in uh, South Carolina when he first joined the Air Force, they lived in a mobile home park. Sure, and everyone in the mobile home had a shared phone. What? That was just in the mobile home area. So if you needed to call was somebody, one phone, you could call. But then also like. My grandfather used to call down to them, and you would just hope somebody in the neighborhood picked it up and then went and got the person who You're you were kidding trying me. to reach. Well, we've come a long way. Long way, Jerry. Because even that, we're not talking about 400 years ago. No. That's what, 50 years that ago? That had to be in the 60s. Right. So Early f- 60s. All right, 50, 60. It's, man, that is a different time. Yeah. That is a, but even like if you do watch those older shows, it just it doesn't even resemble our life. It does and it doesn't. Right. You know, it's still humans day to day going to work, but 
you look around and it's just it's it's, it's different. Well, even the Seinfeld stuff, he's always walking around yes. with the, the cordless, with the cordless phone, with the answering machine. Yeah. So yeah. many things like that. Well, even I told you this too, having watched this whole NCIS series, yeah. which I'm in the final year now, which I don't know what we're going to do when I'm done with it. If you go back to season one to season 19, which I'm in now, I mean, just watch one and then watch the other. The gigantic computers in the first one, the enormous TVs that they have. Yeah. They have the corded phones everywhere. And then if you watch season 19, these flat screens, the flip, not flip phones, the uh, the smartphones, Beautiful flat screens on the wall. The stuff pops. It's just different, and it's the same, same set. And that part looks, but everything's so different around it. The cars are different. Yeah, text me the thing. I'll put it in the GPS as opposed to you know the whole the map quest in the first <laughs> the first season. It's wild. That's even when you see like cars parked on the road or something. You see like a, a Honda Honda Accord from oh, yeah. like the nineteen eighties. The running. Like, yeah, but then you also think like. This was like a cool high tech yes. car. Yes, and when it first came out, and it's still yeah going. Yep, it fascinates me. The when I was going to play golf with uh, no, wasn't going to play golf. Going with uh, going down south with uh, Kim and Joseph for his game on Saturday. When we were done with our second game, when we went to our car, we were parked next to a Chevy pickup truck that had the historic license plates yeah. on it. I. Had to have been from the 1950s. It had to have been. It was in good shape, not great shape. And this damn thing kept is still running in 2023. Yeah. Like, wow. Talk about built to last. Was yes. that Chevy that had built to last? That was a, uh, or was that, was that a battery commercial? No, no, no. You're right. Built to last. I thought Chevy trucks built to last. I could be wrong. I think it might have been Chevy. But it was like I'm looking like at it. Like a rock. Unbelievable. It's like a, just a one big bench seat. Yeah. It's got the, the gear shift right under the gigantic steering wheel. It's got a radio that's got just like AM six buttons to push yep. the AM in. And that's it. Like, man. I know. It's cool seeing stuff that has survived all these years. Yes. Yeah, and it still is. running. I'd be so nervous though, if I took any of those cars out. Some clown hits you and then... Yeah, it can't be easy to get those things fixed. No, and probably very expensive, and it's yeah. even worth it to fix at that point. Yeah, but they're cool to see. They even are if, cool, even to just see. parked on the side of the road. I agree, they are cool to Honda see. Honda Accord, Honda Accord, or like uh, that the the Lexus from like the nineteen eighties. They just looked like really cool cars. Well, when they were first, yeah, when they first came out, came luxury, out. Jerry, yes. luxury. Right, let's do the warm up show, Jerry. Oh, tomorrow's Friday. Cool games tomorrow. Cool games tomorrow. All yes, right, sir. all right. They better be. More cool games than last week. I'll I actually tell you think right it's, now. I think it's going to be a good week. Okay, good. I do. I'll look at it in the morning live. You're looking live with Irv Cross. Still. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. The Yankees and Red Sox meet for the final time this season. 7-15 tonight. It's a grand slam. Electrified by the Jeep brand. The home of Yankees radio. The fan. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long. And most days it doesn't suck. All right, here we go. Thursday, 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 week two in the National Football League. That's right. A couple minutes after 5 o'clock, NYG, Eddie Scazzeri, nice to see you. And across from me, his name is Albert Jackson. What's Good. up? Oh, well, hi, Jerry. Good morning. So yesterday, the Yankees were supposed to play a doubleheader, yes? No. 
They were supposed to play one game yesterday. The doubleheader was what day? Two days ago, and they swept it. Oh, they swept they that They got rained out on Monday. Okay. Played two on Tuesday, won them both. Got rained out last night. They'll play two today. Got it. Because uh, I was confused. I thought, like, that yesterday, I, you know, the days sort of run together sometimes. I know. Yeah, they do. And I was like, oh, if the Yankees had a doubleheader rained out yesterday, then were they playing four games no, today, Jerry? No, that just two wild. Today. Plus, I don't know how you would have watched it yesterday because yeah. I know you were locked into the WNBA playoffs. Uh, as always, yeah, WNBA yeah. playoffs. Big fan. Oh, big fan, Jerry. Yeah. Um, okay, so I was just confused then. A lot of the days run together mm-hmm. here for me. Mm-hmm. And baseball season, in my head, over. So, so it sucks about baseball. Like, they were in Boston for four days. Mon- well, so they got their Sunday night. So you're there Sunday night. You got Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. They get two days with no baseball, but they still had to go to the park. Yeah. They sort of waste their time. It's not like they got, like, days off. Right, where they could have went to see, you know, where Paul Revere came down with the horse and told people. I could have done that. I was thinking more bars and bars and clubs restaurants. and restaurants. But, or Paul Revere. What was he yelling? The, oh, the British are coming. The British are coming. The British are coming. They just showed up to Boston, the British? Yeah, on boats. On boats? Yeah, well, there were no planes yet. So how did he know that he saw them coming through the harbor or something? No, apparently so. With a telescope? No, I guess this is how this binoculars? worked. Yeah. I don't He's think like, we had satellite images yet. This looks like the British. I better I better. They get were on. wearing red, Al. <laughs> right. They're probably in their British outfits, <laughs> eating crimpets. <laughs> He's like, I better let the town know here that the British are coming, and they look like they want trouble. And they want our land. I didn't think the British were, you know, nowadays we don't think of the British. Well, they're like, allies now. Yeah, we don't think of them as like a tough... Like, now it'd be the British are coming and be like, okay. Right. Well, when the Revolutionary War happened, yeah. we didn't think that. We didn't think that same exact way. All yeah. right. Fair enough, Jerry. We got some, uh, by the way, tonight's uh, a Thursday night of football. Yes, yes, Eagles-Vikings. Yeah, I'm not into that mode yet, I, I feel I, like. I agree, although I will tell you I was looking for it last night. You thought it was uh, Thursday? I was a little confused. Like, Yeah, I don't know why. I've been a day ahead all week. I don't know why. This is what I'm saying. That's why I thought the Yankees had a quadruple header today. No, no quadruple headers. They've never done that before. That would be weird. Um, unless it's a softball tournament, then you could play four games, I suppose. Uh, last, I don't know why I thought it was Thursday. And at about 7.30, I went to NFL Network looking for, like, pregame show. Yeah. I'm like, huh, this is not a – where, where, where are they at the – then I went to ESPN. No. And then it hit me. Hey, jackass, it's Wednesday. Yeah. So uh, we're back to the Amazon Prime Thursday night games. Great. That's where you'll find that one tonight. Which is no problem for me anymore because I have the fire stick in all my TVs. Oh, yeah. And that gets you right. When you have a fire stick and Amazon-owned product, they put it right in your face. (laughs) There's no missing that. (laughs) You're right. It's like I have the Apple TV. Mm Mm-hmm. So oh, the baseball it, games. Yeah, when it was baseball, it'd be like, hey, you probably <laughs> want to check out White Sox and you know, there was Royals. Out. No, no, I don't. <laughs> get me to my murder documentaries. <laughs> so it's Vikings-Eagles in Philadelphia, Jerry. Yeah. That looks like another Eagles win. You would think, That's although I do like. know, yes, like on paper, you would certainly think so. Um, and I think if I had to pick them right now, I would pick Philadelphia. But I think... Bradbury's out. I think Fletcher Cox is questionable to doubtful. Um, they've got two other defensive players that have been ruled out. So, like, the Eagles are not walking into this game the healthiest of bunches. All right, so we need to root for the Vikings if you're a Giants fan or a Dallas Cowboy fan like you are, Jerry. Uh, I am. That is true. Or yes. Washington Commanders. So here it is. Kenneth Gainwell, they're running back out. Out. James Bradbury, out. Safety, Reed Blankenship, out. And Fletcher Cox might miss the game. Wow. So the Eagles have, again, I still think they win. Short week. But they do have some issues. Okay. All right, I look forward to this one, Jerry. Yeah. By, by that, I mean coming in tomorrow and watching the uh, 12-minute highlight package. And who did the Eagles beat last week in week one? The Why Eagles beat the Patriots. That's right. Where I thought they were going to blow them out. It was yeah, like well, it was 16... 16 nothing with 14 minutes to go in the first quarter. <laughs> and then I checked back in on that game. I'm like, how is this? A game? Yeah. Not only was, was it a weird. game, New England had the ball several times in the final like seven minutes where they could have taken the lead, tied or taken the lead, yeah. and just never, never did nothing no. about it. Even when even when Hertz turned the ball over, you're like, oh my god! See, I thought I don't know if you were watching at that point because they had it on, on um, it was on regular TV as well as Red Zone, obviously. So Hertz turns the ball over, the place is going bonkers, and you're thinking, here's your momentum shift, and then an Eagle player goes down, the injury. 
and I felt like it crushed the momentum. Is that right? And he was down for a while. And then next thing you know, it was mm, three and out. It was nothing. Like, they did zilch. That's what your shirt says, next thing you know, and you just said that out oh, loud. Huh. That's funny, yes. Next thing you know. This was the wear of the rare shirt that I bought at a concert. Is that right? I yeah. don't usually do that. The Jordan Davis. Yes. Yeah. I uh, I used to always get a concert shirt. Yeah. Like, in the 90s, I would always. Even if I didn't like them, I was like, I guess I'll get this one. But now it's again. Like, yeah, They're $50. I know. It's crazy. The problem was I had a couple of beers. I'm like, oh, I'll get a shirt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Seems like Dummy. a great idea. I would not got this if I had not had a few beers. <laughs> Well, that's good. They loaded you up yeah. on those gigantic beers at PNC Art Center where they're like 26 ounces legitimately. <laughs> I know. And then they'll be like, why don't you wander over there and take a look at the uh, merch that's tent? Kind of what happened. Yeah. <laughs> like, Ooh, this is cool. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers took to uh, Instagram yesterday, Jerry. He did. And he's going to rise from the ashes. No, he said, the night is darkest before the dawn and I shall rise yet again. Now, McMonagall said that was a reference from Batman. Is that right? I don't know. I have no idea. I didn't know that either. I mean, I didn't. I don't. Aside from the one with Michael Keaton, I don't think I really saw any of those. Same. So I don't know. He Michael, said it was a Batman thing. Michael Keaton was awesome. You had Prince doing the Bat Dance song for the soundtrack. That was a great one, That was Jerry. a good one. And it was, you know what? It was an unexpected movie at the time. Yes. It was like, wow, they're doing Batman. Right. This looks cool. Batman. Now they've done a thousand of them. Yeah, exactly. Not so cool. All right, I'm not sure if that's a Batman one, but it sounds like it could be, like the the promo for the new Batman. Yeah, maybe. So like, yeah, so he'll be back. It sounds like Michael Keaton returns. The night is darkest before the dawn, and the the black night shall rise again. Mm-hmm. He did also write that he was proud of his guys, Jerry. One and zero. Yeah, it's a good start. Yeah, I think he'll be back, too. Our Robert Sala thinks he'll be back. Me, too. I can't go out this way, Jerry. I said the same thing. I think Robert Sala was listening to me yesterday. Um, this is exactly what I said yesterday. I cannot imagine Aaron Rodgers wants his final snaps on an NFL field to be that. But let me ask you this. So this season is clearly over for him. Yeah. So next season, when does the, when do like uh, the, the players first start reporting in uh, 2024? They never really stop. But they really I, I, don't. I, I mean, th- they go away for a few weeks, then they have all these OTAs yeah. and mini camps, and so what? So let me ask you this: Does does is the hype the same hype next year, or are we nervous even in preseason and stuff that Aaron Rodgers is going to be fragile and get hurt again? Um, I think you hope. Well, I think what you have to do is you have to look at players that have had this happen and they came back and played, like Vinny Testaverde, like Dan Marino. Um, they did come back and they did play at a high level. So maybe maybe not quite the same, but they were still pretty damn good. And I think you just hope that the surgery goes well. He rehabs it properly, and you're always going to have that fear. Now the good news, which I didn't, it's funny in all these things. You know, I watched the video like everybody else, and it never dawned on me until I was listening to. I think it was, Mar- I think it was Marino. I forget. I, I heard Marino and Testaverde yesterday in different places, and it didn't even dawn on me that it was his left. Achilles to where I think Marino said goes as hard as this rehab is going to be for him. He goes, the good news is it's not his plant foot. It's not the push off foot. So he should be okay. They said, yes, you know, Rogers likes to scramble a little bit, but he's not a running quarterback. So his arm's fine. He goes, if anything, it's going to give his body another year of rest. So he should be good. So yeah, I think you'll be concerned every time he gets hit and every time he drops back, but Right, and it can't be the same hype machine that we got this time because that was like wild Here's where stuff. it can be. So here's where it can be. The defense plays out of their mind. Zach Wilson plays average, and they get to the AFC Divisional Playoffs. And the reason they're not winning is Zach Wilson was okay but couldn't make the big plays in the big moments. And then here comes Aaron Rodgers on the white horse. Now we take the next step. Like when Vinny Testaverde came back. What did what happened there? How did that end? That's a good question. Yeah, I don't remember. Was Vinny? See, now I would have to go back and look. Was Vinny on the Jets the next year? I, I don't know. know. I don't know the answer to that. So he got injured. It was the he was back, Eddie, for how long? That I don't know. Okay, hmm. so that was the so ninety eight. They went to the AFC title game ninety nine. That was when he got injured. 
So if I look at, sorry, I have to look at Vinny Testaverde. Yeah, what can we expect? Because I think it's going to mirror exactly the Aaron Rodgers situation. No, Jerry. no, 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 it's not. It has to. No, it's not. It's not. Don't do that. Let's see. In, in 2000, Vinny, let's see his stats. It, with the Jets, he started all, buh, 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 he started all 16 games. Perfect. They went 9-7. and seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, He threw for 20. Oh, that's not good. 21 touchdowns, 25 picks. You don't want that. You wanted the opposite, Jerry. Yeah, he was actually with the Jets for two more years after the All injury. Right. One and no, at one, two, and three, and then three he went years. to Dallas. That's what I thought he was in Dallas in 03. Then he 04. started his tour of all these teams he was on. Uh, he yes. went to the Panthers. He was on the Yeah, Cleveland he went to the Browns. He was 44 when he went to the Panthers. Yeah. I mean, come, and by the way, started six games. <laughs> Yeah, he he was one of those. Well, dudes. Cleveland was much earlier. Cleveland was the early nineties. Oh, Cleveland was before oh, yeah. uh, the Jets. Cle- much before oh. Cleveland was ninety three, ninety four, ninety five. He didn't get to the Jets until all right, not much before ninety eight. All right, and technically, yeah, and then Baltimore, and then the Jets, and then he had Dallas for a year. I don't remember him back with the Jets in 05, but he was back with the Jets. Then I don't remember this either. He was with New England in oh six. Didn't play though. And then Carolina in mm, 2007. Yeah, he was all over the place. Where he started six games. That is remarkable. How about that? He's got a lot of helmets in his house. He played for 21 years. That's awesome. That is awesome. That is awesome. Started his career wearing those orange Buccaneer uniforms that I love so much, Jerry. How about that? How about that? Uh, Zach Wilson's mom says that uh, someone hit Zach Wilson in, uh, with a plastic water-filled bottle on his way out of uh, off the field and into the tunnel. Okay. Could have been just an excited fan that was throwing things around. No, it should be some of this should be ejected is what that is. Yeah, well, the game was over already, so they should be. Uh, you can still kick them out. Prosecute. And you know what, what you I can said. do? Never allow them back. Yes. Put that face recognition software up. Don't let that idiot in again. You can't be throwing bottles. It's funny um, that you mentioned that because I was helping my son get ready for a vocabulary test today. Oh. And one of the words that he had to know the definition for was malice. Mm. I'm like, oh, well, you know the malice at the palace. And he looked at me like I was crazy. I'm, he's 13, doesn't watch NBA, doesn't really watch sports. He just plays them. I'm like, go to YouTube. And so there I was. I watched the 14 minutes of the malice at the palace. What I forgot were how many water bottles were thrown yeah. at the players and worse than that was when the players, when they finally got them to exit through the tunnel, the stuff that the fans were throwing at them was insane. It was food. It was hot dogs, full buckets of popcorn, bottles, soda cups. Oh, yeah. You're going to have to start putting uh, everything in uh, those. They normally put the stuff in like the plastic cups. Like if you go get like I got a beer at MetLife Stadium for Bruce Springsteen, they put it in a cup. I couldn't walk around with a bottle. Yeah, no bottles. They don't want me hitting Bruce Springsteen in the head with a a metallic can. Although at hockey games, they'll give you the can and they'll take the cap. Yeah, because they don't want you to fling the cap on the ice. I mean, we're. I mean, I was just going to say, are we children? But I just we talked are. about the Malice of the Palace. Yes, we are. <laughs> we are children. Horribly, Jerry. actually. We can't be trusted with a cap. <laughs> it's true. Right, you get a soda. You fling the bottle. <laughs> <laughs> they give you a soda. They don't want you to fling in the cap at uh, people. Terrible, isn't it? Yes. So that was kind of funny that I did watch that yesterday. Yeah, the Malice at the Palace. And then was, was I driving in where I heard the... If you heard this, you were listening to the fan or whatever those yeah. things are. And it was Gus Johnson. And it was, you know, uh, Alonzo Mourning. Jeff Van Gundy is wrapped around <laughs> Mourning's ankle. I'm like, what <laughs> the hell? There has been some really strange <laughs> things in sports. Yes, there have been. There's a lot of bizarre things. You could say that. Yeah. And Oh, yeah. How about the fact, too, just the Malice of the Palace thing? I, I, went, I wanted to look this up before I said it, but whatever. Was Tim Donahue one of the officials for that? I think so. Because there was one shot. It was a quick glance. I could have rewound it. I, I didn't. I'm like, that the betting guy. Like, I think so because in, in that untold series on Netflix that yeah. was about him, I believe that was in there. Okay. So I did see him. Yeah. Bizarre. That, yeah, that was a such a bizarre night. I was strangely in a country bar in Wachung, New Jersey <laughs> when that was going down. And it was on a big screen, but there was no sound. Right. It was blasting country music. I just remember thinking how bizarre, like, and 
how are those people getting out of there? And when the people exited, were they throwing things at each other? Like, yeah. It was just all chaos. Imagine you're a security guard in that building, yeah, and like, you just think Sue. you're going to work for a nice basketball game, and you end up in a like an all-out brawl. Right, where players are punching fans in oh the face. God. Fans are throwing sodas at players, swinging at players. And that was a Friday night, which I know because I did the 6 a.m. updates, 6 a.m. to 11.40 updates on the fan that morning. And I remember driving in, hearing it, being like, what? Like, yeah, okay. There's certain things that went on historically in sports prior to me being here in 2007 that I sometimes will ask Getty. I was like, what was it like? Like, I was fascinated by the Pedro Martinez throwing Don Zimmer oh, sure. down. Yeah, I said yeah. that. He go, what was that like here? Yeah. Like, what were the fans that got to be calling yep. and the host screaming, you threw an old man down? Like, that had to be crazy. By the way, before we break, on sort of on that related Yankee-wise, there was this gigantic story written about A-Rod yesterday. Yeah. about And I, I honestly, I don't understand why it was written the way it was. And then the New York Post, they put A-Rod's face in a rat body. <laughs> Meantime, if you read the first few paragraphs of the article, he was under oath with federal investigators to where they tell you if he didn't tell the truth, he would have been in prison probably for the rest of his life. And then he's getting murdered for telling the truth. <laughs> yeah. For ratting out his friends. What do you want him to do? Yes. That is true, Jerry. I, and I'm also like... Are we over with done with this? Yes. That's, like, what, what are we doing? That's the way I felt when I kept like, come saying on it. already. I was like, oh, this looks interesting. And I'm reading I'm like, it's I really not. Guri Sukarn. I want to hear about this guy yeah. again. We're over it. Ugh. We get to a certain point with certain stories where it's like, it's, it's overkill. Okay. If you told me A-Rod was giving steroids to children, I'd be like, listen, <laughs> it was so long ago. <laughs> Let's just forget about it and move on. <laughs> there are certain things you can't forget about, but in this instance, it's like, ah, yeah, enough it's just, with yeah, this. Yes, enough. Steroids. And hey, it was 20 years ago already. Who cares? All right, they're giving you details like, but then he knew if he took this much HGH, oh. this much, then it was masked I uh, don't care again. But that's also why I turned off that Tony Bosch. I watched the, the Bonds thing. I watched a good portion of the first episode, and it was good. And I got to a point, I'm like, I don't care. I, right. it's, it's, we're so beyond this now, and I felt like we're making this guy a star. Like, eh. Yeah, because that guy, I'm good. that was another untold Netflix yes. series. Exactly. You're right. That guy was like living in his glory now, yeah. reliving the old days of when he gave players steroids. Right. Creep. <laughs> yeah, creep. <laughs> All right, quick break. When we come back, we got a whole lot more to do. Great friends, great tequila. Casamigos tequila brought to you by those who drink it. Make sure you have plenty on hand this weekend. Casamigos tequila reminds our friends to celebrate responsibly. It is nice to have you with us. It is week two in the NFL with the Eagles and the Vikings coming up later tonight. Here's uh, something that I didn't realize until I read uh, Peter Bott. Is that his name? Peter uh, Botty. Peter Botty in the... uh, B-O-T-T-E. Yeah, Yeah. New York Post. Peter Hottie with the body. Uh, He wrote an article about uh, that McCole Hardman got zero... Was in on zero offensive snaps in that game. Is that true? So he never got got in the game at all? Not a single snap. And I don't know if uh, Peter Hottie with the body is the one who asked the question in the press conference, but he wrote about it. Somebody had asked uh, Rob Sala, like, what's the deal with McCole Harden? And he said that after Aaron Rodgers went down so early in the game that they went to a two tight end set for Zach Wilson. Extra protection. Yeah, but I started to think like, you know, you start to think of the other players on this team, and there are a lot of players that rolled up in here with huge expectations. Man, they right? came here because of Aaron Rodgers. Came here because of Aaron Rodgers. Now you're telling me I'm not getting any snaps yeah, because you don't trust the essentially don't trust the quarterback. We're gonna get McCole Hardman in that game. We will see if they end up doing that again this week. Yeah, like I get what happened Monday. Maybe they've told him, "Hey, listen." Monday sucked. We're, we'll figure this out, though. And we'll see if he gets on the field on, on Sunday against the Cowboys. If not... not get on the field. Does it make you're sense? Right. You're right. You're not... They have, But they're loaded. We're okay. loaded, okay? <laughs> <laughs> they are. I mean, when you look at this team, they're loaded at the running back position, at the wide receiver position. They've got so much depth. It makes... Like, they kept signing guys. And I remember thinking, why? Like, how many do you need? 
So now you're in a situation where if that's what they're going to do, someone's going to be the odd man out. Let's see if that's the case Sunday. I think they clearly never anticipated anything like this happening Monday, let alone on the first drive of their that's true their first offensive drive. So got to give him a little leeway. I would think so. Yeah, I, mean, I think it sucks for him, but again, let's see what happens this weekend going forward. Now, because if he ends up off the field completely because of this, that's where a divide could start. Yes. You know, as opposed to, hey, we're 1-0, we got it done. You go in and, uh, now I don't know. I, mean, I think they'll play well someday. I really do. Again, all these people saying the Cowboys are going to beat them 40 to nothing like they beat the Giants. No, they're not. And the Jets will play well Sunday. Let's see where we're at after Sunday. Yeah, I think uh, however that turns out will be a close game. I, I agree right? with you. I agree. Not going to be no blowout on either side of that one. No, but I would have thought the same thing Sunday night. Correct. I did see that uh, rapper Sexy Red, Jerry. Who? Sexy Red. It's a woman rapper. Oh, it was Evan Roberts. No. <laughs> he missed his chance. That he could have gotten that name much earlier. Sexy, Sexy Red, Red, Jerry. What does he sing? Uh, it's a woman. Sexy oh. Red. Uh, she spells it sexy with two Ys, though, Jerry. So I see Sexy Red. She's uh, on her social media taking photos with Woody Johnson. She had so much fun at the Jets game. The Jets invited her to the game. She was taking photos with Sauce Gardner. I was like, this doesn't make sense. Then I read deeper and deeper into the article, and then I remembered on Hard Knocks. Remember they had the DJ out there when the Jets were practicing? They were playing a song that all the players loved, and it was by Sexy Red. Hmm. So I guess the Jets were like, listen, you know, she got uh, popular. I mean, I'm sure she's very popular anyway, but uh, came to, like, I'm now aware of her because of Hard Knocks. Yeah. And the DJ playing her music and the players loving her song. A lot of photos with her and Woody Johnson yes. and Sauce Gardner here. <laughs> Sexy Red, Jerry. She has red hair, like uh, pinkish uh, hair. Yeah. Sexy Red. There's so many rappers I have no idea about. You know what I mean? I hear well, all, like I'll I'll look in page six sometimes to find like uh, stuff about a Rod or something, and there'll always be stories about rappers. I'm so out of the rap game. <laughs> what part of this headline doesn't belong? All right, sexy Red's first boyfriend stole her heart and thirteen dollars. <laughs> <laughs> sexy Red's been fighting against it ever since. The players seem very excited, though, to have Sexy Red at the game. Well, I don't know who she is, but if she's a star and she's got, like, big-time hits going, I would be excited, too. Why not? Yeah, I forget what song they were playing at practice that, you know, the DJ started was playing her music and the and the players were getting yeah. into it. And then for whatever reason, he turned it down. Okay. And they were all like, no, turn yeah, yeah, Sexy yeah. Red up. I mean, this would be the equivalent of, let's say, that Spike invited Paul Westerberg in here. <laughs> And then you told the Jet players, but this producer was very excited that Paul Westerberg was WFAN. <laughs> These are 20-something-year-olds that are like, myself included, yeah. by the way, and I'm 50. I'm like, who? Yes. So whatever. You, you like what you like. Sexy and, Red. Uh, yeah. I hope they invite her back. She's she, good luck. They won. They did win. They won. Let's so. get Sexy Red at every Jet home game. I'm not saying we send her on the road, Jerry, but get now, her. did she sit in Woody's box? That sounded weird, but I believe she did. She was in a box. She was, yeah, she was in Woody's box, and then Woody was doing that thing where. Or did he, Woody go to her box? <laughs> no, no, she went to Woody's box. All right. Woody was doing that thing where he's trying to be cool, where he I, has got the chain on I with the Woody, that. and then she was taking photos of him, and she he had a chain. Looked. He has a chain. So when Rogers gets hurt, yeah, they go up to the sweet shot, and Woody leans over to talk to whoever it was, telling him something. And he looked all disheveled with the shirt on and this ridiculous yeah. chain. Mm -hmm. I mean, he looks stupid. When Aaron Rodgers goes down, you have to slowly take that chain off and go like, mm, I can't look ridiculous now. <laughs> no, no, he can. Because the he fun did. is over for a little, at least for the night. <laughs> yes. The fun is over. Oh, my God. Yeah. I also saw that Carson Wentz, Jerry. Senior Wentz. Senior Wentz is. What did Senior Wentz used to say, uh, Eddie? What is this reference? Go? Uh, back in like the seventies, there was a guy who would go on uh, talk shows. He was a ventriloquist, but he used his hand and he would paint eyes and a mouth. And he goes, "Nice, it, yeah." Senior Wences was his name, and I think of him <laughs> every time I hear Carson Wentz's name. That's what you think of, yeah, Senior Wences. So Carson Wentz uh, took to Instagram after 
whacking a deer. <laughs> Better than whacking something else. <laughs> <laughs> he posed. These hunters always love to pose with their animals. He posed with his animals and wrote, throwing darts in the woods, because he shot it with a bow and arrow, throwing darts in the woods while waiting to throw darts on Sundays. Yeah, well, <laughs> keep waiting. You were missing the board a lot last time you were playing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, too bad you weren't, uh, too bad for this uh, deer or whatever you hit. You weren't throwing footballs at it. <laughs> You'd have missed them. <laughs> yep. Sounds about right. It's funny with all the backlash that hunters get for posing with their... Oh, sure. They still do it. Yeah. Because what they do. Yeah. It's a difference of opinion. Yeah, that's true. Like, I'm a meat eater, Jerry, yes. so I have no... I can't be uh, out here. How do you feel today? No good. No good, no. Headache? Yes. Fever? Yes. Fever? No, 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 no. Give me your bread. I don't think so. No, no. Open your mouth, please. Little more. More. No, 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 no. no too much. Open like me. Ah. Good. Show me your tongue. Very good. Jerry, this was top of the line entertainment in the you 70s. You look like you were Senior Wences. genuinely laughing right there, <laughs> and you weren't even watching it. Oh, and the, and the visual, it's just like a little mannequin with no head, but it's this hand yeah. with a big thing of hair on it and eyes painted on it. Yeah, I forgot that part. They put oh. hair on top of it, too. Yeah. It's so, and this, this was, as Al says, this was it. Like no, he was I on like it. the was Johnny Carson? Yeah, oh, definitely. Yeah. Wow. Johnny Carson. All right. I feel like I might have even seen that. Senior one to describe it. Yeah, it's yeah. possible. It's all, right. it's all right. It's all right. Yes, yes. Yes, yes. No, yes. <laughs> no. Nice. No, yes. Imagine someone getting in the car right now. What is this? <laughs> <laughs> so we'll just, how about we'll do this? We'll say good morning to you. We'll reset, yes. and then we'll come back with some more stupidity. On the other side, it's Alan Jerry until Boomer and Geo at 6 on the fan. Five quarter to six, just can't get enough. That's what they say. It is Al and Jerry for another 15 minutes or so, then the monster program starting at six. Jerry, I don't like how they're treating uh, former WFAN personality Chris Mad Dog Russo over there at ESPN. This is, what do you uh, mean? He's making a fortune. What did he do? It's just weird. He Yesterday, they were set on the, the show he does with Stephen A. Smith. First take? Yeah, first take. He goes there on Wednesdays. Oh, okay. And they were uh, scheduled to interview Mr. Roger Goodell in person, Mm -hmm. which uh, Mad Dog seemed very excited about. And when he got there, he was told he was not part of the interview. He went all the way to Bristol? He did. Or was it in New York? Um, mm, I think he went all the way to Bristol. Wow. And he said he got there and they told him, oh, no, like, what are you doing here? We, you're not part of this. That sucks. Yeah. Okay. He said he felt like crap. Hmm. That he wasn't worthy to... Oh, it's actually filmed in Manhattan. Not right. So he was just was in Manhattan a lot earlier than he needed yeah. to be for his radio show. Wow. How about that? Yeah. So him and... I thought... That's interesting, because I thought back in the day, I thought he had a decent relationship with Goodell. But then again, I guess not. I guess they were saying, like, uh, some of the things he was, he was uh, talking about with the NFL... Leading into the season that, that I guess Roger Goodell didn't want to speak with him about. What did he say? Who like, knows? What would you say going into this season that was bad? I don't know. Who knows? Hmm. Then he was also alerted. Oh, there's that, more. Yeah. That they will be, the show will also have Rob Manfred on. He will not be a part of that. Wait, hold on a second. Yep. Wait a minute. He's on MLB Network every Correct. day. You're telling me that Rob Manford won't talk to Russo? Or, did the, or hold on, right. or is this ESPN just saying this is a Stephen A. thing? He said he was told this is a Stephen A. thing, but he believes that uh, Roger Goodell didn't want to talk to him. All right, so it, so the NFL didn't say no Russo, and MLB didn't say no Russo. We don't know that. So this sounds like this is more, it's my show, I'm talking to this guy. That's what that sounds right, like Right, even to though me. they're scheduled on Chris Russo Wednesdays. All right, well, did they give Chris Thursdays? I don't think so. Are they paying him? Probably. He's fine. He'll get I'm with over him. It. I don't like it. It's disrespectful. It is disrespectful. He'll be fine. He seems sad about it. Like I was reading the the quotes. Like yeah. He seems he seems sad about like that it like it hit his ego. Like they don't think he's a a real journalist to be able to be asking questions and talking to these people. Well, he's, that he's a, looked at like a clown. Well, he's not a journalist. He's a talk show host. Yeah, but I guess they like looking at him like. 
he's a clown. We don't deal with clowns. Okay. I mean, I guess. I don't like that. It's still Stephen A's show. Yeah. At the end of the day. Russo has been a great addition. Uh, He'll be fine. I kind of feel like it'd be like if we had uh, Joe Montana in and they're like, Gio, you're not part of this. Well, that's why you're a clown. Bye. Goodbye. The difference is this is the Boomer and Gio show. Okay. That's not the Stephen A and Chris Russo show. I mean, honestly. Yeah. Now, if you told me. he's only there Wednesdays. And in fairness, I've sat in with Boomer enough. And I've been part of interviews with former NFL players. Yeah. I might as well just leave. <laughs> <laughs> right. Had they told you, just don't come in this segment. <laughs> Pretty much. It would be less uncomfortable for now, you. Now, if this was the Boomer Esiason program, mm-hmm. and let's say, let's say G was a producer who had a speaking role, but you were told in that moment, listen, I got this. Well, it's Boomer show. You would say, okay. That's true. You know, if you listen to those Howard Stern interviews when he's interviewing some celebrity, Robin barely right. speaks. Because he's the one that prepped for it. Yeah. He's got the he probably has a, so much time and you want to get in what you want to get in. Yeah, especially on TV, like first take. All right. And again, he's a guest host every week. It's not the Stephen A and Chris Russo show. So just, I understand Russo, it's a little blow to the ego, but I feel better yeah. about it now, Jerry, after talking to you. Yeah, I don't think... I think the bigger problem is no one alerted him. Like, they should yes. have just switched his days. Right. Say, so, hey, Wednesday we got yeah. this big sit-down. Stephen A. landed a big sit-down with Roger Goodell, so we'd like to move you to Thursday. Right. Right. It's communication, Jerry. It's, it's always communication. It's always communication. Yep. Or lack thereof, as yeah, we say. The way you, communication and how you treat people. Right. And when you don't communicate and you make him schlep into the city probably four hours earlier than he has to, to be told... Don't need you today. And then it's embarrassing you're there. Yes. Now you have to, as he said, I had to walk out with my tail between my legs. <laughs> I didn't even know he had a tail, Jerry. I'm sure he said my tail between my fanny. <laughs> yes, his tail between his fanny. And he got to go have so to So did he it's tell the story on the air? On, he did. In, oh, I got to see if I can find the yeah. audio. No Marco today. It was on the, uh, I, I was reading it on Awful Announcing Blog. So what maybe, was there audio there? Uh, that I don't I'm care not about sure. the quotes. Okay. That I'm not sure. Got they it. normally do link audio. All right. Um, Netflix. Quarterback series has Matthew finally... Stafford. Yeah, they finally landed a quarterback. That's good. So they can start filming? I guess they actually have already been filming. Who's in it now? So Stafford's with who? Sam Howell? Who got... No, they don't. <laughs> they, they haven't named the other two. So oh, right now, know. the only name that's attached to season two is Matthew Stafford. That's it? Yeah. That's all the only one we know about. Hmm. That's interesting, right? Is it just going to be a Matthew Stafford Documentary, documentary on him and his wife <laughs> yeah. for criticizing the locker room <laughs> for being on their phones too much. Yeah. Wow, it's interesting. Okay. Yeah. I thought they were just seeking one more. Yeah, no, I don't think they they this was the only one that has been actually confirmed. Wow. How about that? Do you think he asked, Am I the sucky guy, the really good guy, or the middle of the road guy? He'd be the really good guy, right? He has to be. He's a Super Bowl champion. He's, a, he, He's thrown for Yeah. I don't even thirty thousand yards. I don't even know what he, how, what the number is. He's loved in Detroit. Went to L.A. and won. It's been a hell of a player. No, he's not. No, he's not the suck. He's so he he's not Patrick Mahomes, but he's not Kirk Cousins. He's kind of in between those two. Matthew Stafford was the first college player we had on the show who was going to be drafted. Mm-hmm. We had him in person at a Super Bowl. That I remember when looking at him, going, "Oh, this guy's going to get his ass kicked." <laughs> Like, he didn't look like a... Who, who was the quarterback that was there with his parents? And Craig asked him about all the sex he's going to have <laughs> <laughs> now that he's going to get this big contract. Oh, I don't even was remember. Was that Stafford? Is that possible? No, it was not Matthew Stafford. It was not. Because he came by himself, I remember. Okay. And I just remember thinking how young he looked. Yeah. And I couldn't imagine, like, linebackers chasing this guy down. Yeah. Well, look at Zach Wilson. He looks like he's 15. Yes. Yeah, it's so weird. And he's another one. So strange. Like so, like Brandon said something yesterday when I was driving home. He was talking about his mom posting stuff. I, don't, I didn't get the entire gist of it because I got to it in the middle. But he's talking about Zach Wilson and how, you know, the last couple of years didn't go good for him. But now at 23, I'm like, now at 23? Yeah. Like this, this my son's going to be 19 in a couple of weeks. So Zach Wilson got was in the NFL at 21. And we talked about him on the air like he's this mythical figure. He's a dopey 21-year-old yeah. who just was allowed to start going to bars. 
And we think that they're supposed to go out on the field with 80,000 people screaming at them and be great. In New York media. Now, the, the special national. ones do. There's no question. Yeah. But when they don't, we're surprised. You're going to be 52, 53. 54. You might wet yourself in front of 70,000 people on <laughs> the field. So it really is amazing when we yeah. think about it. That's why when you see people like what LeBron James did at such an incredibly young age, at 18, 19 years old in the NBA, it is, it's mystifying. It is funny. Oh, he's a mature 23 now, so we're no. probably in good shape. 23? You were still yeah. finding yourself at 23. Jerry, I barely touched myself at 23. Okay. <laughs> I didn't need that. Oh. <laughs> I thought you got, I'm confused. That's not what I meant. Yeah. I just meant at 23, like I, and again, I was on the six-year plan for reasons we don't need to get into. College. I was just graduating college. I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I couldn't imagine being... You imagine at 21 standing up in an NFL locker room as the quote unquote leader? Leader of who? You don't lead yourself. That's why, like, the Aaron Rodgers made sense. He looked like a guy who's been around the block a time or two and can command the locker room and the team. So funny. All right, we'll take a quick break. When we come back, we'll uh, final segment, then we'll get you to Boomer and Geo. Right now, Odyssey Sportsman at Amy Lawrence on your NL East champions. Stop me if you heard this before the Braves. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. All right, we got about a minute or so left. Good. I'll give me the biggest story you left. Uh, out so this far. was the most fun story to me. There was a, as a Buffalo Bills reporter named Maddie Glab. Jerry. Yeah, I don't like the way this is written, by the way, but go ahead. And she was caught on a hot mic saying yes. Stefan Diggs uh, doesn't treat people well, saying he will, quote, look in my face and say, F you. Mm hmm. And it was caught on a hot mic. And it was actually funny. It was funny. She, she It's written like she was being nasty and mean. Yeah, she She's said it laughing a, through the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, she said it in a fun way. Yes. It, I heard it right before we came in here. Yeah, in print it looks worse. It looks horrible in print. I'm like, wow. I'm like, she. this guy's never going to talk to her again. But if he listens to it, I'd be like, yeah, that's right. I do what I want. <laughs> like, I right, thought she it was goes, funny. Yeah, she was saying, yeah, I guess the he'll look in your face and say F you was the weird part. Because really what she was saying is... They think he's going to come in when they want him to come in and talk to reporters. He'll come in when he wants to yeah, come in. He's That's Steph Diggs. He, he does what he wants. Yeah. And but, she put up an apology. But the tone was funny. The tone was fun and lighthearted. Yes. Yeah. But, boy, the the stories you read in the headlines are terrible. Yeah. And it's funny because in, in her apology uh, writing, she said he has great character and treats us media with lots of respect. But if you look at it just in print what she said, in print what she wrote, it's like these are two completely opposite things. Exactly. The print makes him seem like an absolute jerk. Yes. As opposed to listening to him like, this guy sounds fun. Do you think he'll take it in a good way? Yes. You do. WFAN. WFAN FM. WFAN FM HD1. New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app.